I'm Ray Newman, and this is the inside track to LSAT 170. I want to speak with you today about the three forms of if-then arguments that you're going to run into on the exam. The first, the basic if-then argument. For example, assume the argument reads as follows. If I go to Chicago, then I will see my brother. The if clause, if I go to Chicago, is referred to as the antecedent. The then clause, then I will see my brother, is referred to as the consequent. And the statement simply says that if the antecedent happens, the consequent will happen. The test maker has four questions to ask you about an if-then argument. Test maker may tell you that the antecedent happened. You went to Chicago. What do you know? And the answer is, B happened. The consequent happened. That's what the statement says. The test maker may ask you, what do you know if the antecedent does not happen? You did not go to Chicago. And the answer is, you don't know anything. You cannot deduce anything. Why? Because the statement, an if-then statement, is a statement of sufficiency, but not necessity. Meaning, the antecedent is sufficient to make the consequent happen. If you go to Chicago, that's enough to make you see your brother. But, it's not necessary. You could see him elsewhere as well. So, if the test maker tells you in an if-then argument that the antecedent did not happen, what do you know? The answer is, you don't know anything. The test maker may tell you that the consequent happened. You did see your brother. What do you know? And the answer is, nothing. You might have gone to Chicago to see him, or you might have met him elsewhere, or he might have come to visit you, whatever. The test maker may tell you that the consequent did not happen. You did not see your brother. What do you know? And the answer is, you know that you did not go to Chicago. If the consequent did not happen in an if-then argument, the antecedent did not happen. For if the antecedent had happened, the consequent would have happened. Now that is referred to as the contrapositive. And the contrapositive in an if-then argument is always true. It is what you can infer from an if-then argument. And you form the contrapositive by reversing the placement of the antecedent and the consequent and negating them both. For example, the contrapositive of if A then B is if not B 
then not A. The contrapositive of if A then not B is if B then not A. The contrapositive of if not A then B is if not B then A. And the contrapositive of if not A then not B is if B then A. Now it is important that you pay close attention to the contrapositives because they are going to show up on the LSAT in both the logical reasoning sections and in logic games as well. In future podcasts, we'll cover the other types, two other types of if-then arguments. Now, the material on this podcast comes from a book I wrote a few years back called LSAT the Inside Track and it is being made into an e-book and you will be told how to download that book and where to download it in an upcoming podcast. But a limited number of physical copies of the book are available and if you're interested in having a copy of the book to prepare for the LSAT, the book gives you everything you need to know to master the LSAT in 60 pages. 60 pages only will give you everything you need to know, straight talk, and also include some material on how to deal with test anxiety, if you have any, and most importantly, how to write your essay for the law school application. It is a critical factor in the law school deciding whether to admit you. If you're interested in a physical copy, send $20 cash to TESBRIGHT, T-E-S-T-B-R-I-G-H-T, 42 East Shore Trail, Sparta, S-P-A-R-T-A, New Jersey, 07871.